Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So Jace and Dedeker, how are you today? I'm doing good. We are here at the last, the ultimate, the final chapters of Exodus. I almost said Genesis. It's Exodus. <laughs> you did that before. I it know. Is. It's, it, we're not... We're not there anymore. But, we're in but y'all, like, we've gotten through three books of the Bible now. Wow, I yeah, know. What amazing. a concept. Yeah, I can't even so believe it. What percentage? According to my reading plan, I think that's, like, at least 10%. At least. No, it's more than that, be, I thought. Please. You think so? Let me double yeah. check here on BibleStudyTools.com. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> well, we could also do TM, some TM, quick TM. math here. So this is episode 43 out of 365 episodes. So yes, more than 10%. Wow, look at us go. Maybe like 11, there you go. 11-ish percent. 11-ish percent, there you yeah. go. See, that's, that's exciting. Brilliant. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay, I'm trying to remember what the heck happened last time in this <laughs> book of books. <laughs> uh-huh, it was Anything a lot come of... Into mind? A lot of recap. Do you remember what we yeah, recapped think... last time? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, um, <laughs> more about the tent uh-huh. and the ways in which the tent was made. You remember for our bonus content, we watched that video of that, like, life-size yes. recreation of the tabernacle tent? Yeah, and I was really surprised at how, like, actually kind of small it was, but it makes sense for the time that that was, like, the best that they could do. Well, and they also moved with well, it. I don't know if it's I mean, the best they could terrible. do, but, like, you gotta make it still portable, right? Like, it's gotta be grandiose and a and glory yet to portable. God, yet we got to be able to strike it all and break it down and, and carry it to the next location. There was a lot of gold, that's for sure. Gold and brass and various other things. It was impressive, but not too impressive. They didn't want to like go too overboard. Yeah, right. That's harsh they, judgment from Emily. Well, they did. No, because they told people to stop bringing their gold. They were like, chill. We have we enough. We have enough. <laughs> yeah well and also i guess because like it's god like in my head i was like oh it must be so amazing and then when i saw it i was like but you know it's fine it's good but okay but think about for the time you're living in a tent made out of like goat hair your tiny little tent for yourself and then there's this really special place where everything's covered in gold and like that's true the fine linen and the embroidery and the silver, like I think and, it would and be don't pretty, pretty. That, that it's made out of blue and purple and fine yes, linen. The blue and the purple yes. and the crimson and there's more the right. there. Like what amazing it'd colors. Pretty, it'd be pretty special. I think it would stand out, even though maybe it looks a little like less impressive to us today in our modern day eyes where we have, you know, modern technology and architecture and all those things. Well, and we're coming from the land of Egypt. Where they have friggin' massive, giant, oh, that's permanent true. structures. Yeah, good point. Yeah. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. So 
This is like kind of smaller in terms of that, but it was still, it had its charm. It had a certain charm to it. <laughs> so, okay. For this final episode, what are we all drinking? Well, I am celebrating by making myself a very, very dirty martini. Ooh. Yeah, uh, that looks almost dirty, green. Dirty boy. That looks Goodness. like it has 600 olives in it. Yes, it has three olives in it, but you can also like <laughs> fairly see through it because of how much like olive juice I've put in here because I just love olives. So, are you mm. sure that's not going to make you sick? Is that going to get you through the rest of this episode? I'm not drinking an entire glass of olive juice. I mean, not it that that like would be are, a problem. Though. No, it's just a martini <laughs> with a lot of olive juice in it. And by a lot, I All mean right. a splash. Come okay. on. Come on. There you go. Well, I am drinking, this is from Magic Rock Brewing. It is a um, dark arts surreal stout. Whoa. And cool. It's covered in all these adorable little like ghosties and monsters. Oh, um, cute. I definitely have a soft spot in my heart for stouts and it tastes surreal yet delicious. There you go. Surreal yet delicious. Is that your description or just what they wrote on the can? That's my description. Oh, You're welcome. Okay. Wow. See, they should hire yeah, you I to love write it. their copy. Uh huh. There uh-huh. you go. Boo always was your favorite Mario exactly, character. So. Exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. a perfect beer for you. I am drinking this Pinot Grigio, which had the grape, or I guess the skin of the grape left on it. So it's this like really intense pink color. Yeah. And yeah. it's it great. Looks like a rose it's fantastic. Or something, but it it's does, not. but it's not. It's huh. a Pinot Grigio with the skin left on, and it's from Italy, and it's fantastic, and I love it. Nice. It's a great, great drink to be having at the end of. At the end of Exodus, I almost said Genesis too, Denneker, why? As we're exodusing out of the exodusing. And speaking of that, what exactly are we reading today, Jace? Yes, today, if you hadn't picked up on it already through context clues, we are reading the final two chapters <laughs> of Exodus, which is chapters 39 and 40. They made it a nice even 40. So thank you, writers of Exodus. Do they do that a lot? Is that something that we're going to see like a nice round number at the end? Or are they like, and 27 and we're done? That I don't know. We'd have to consult. There's some people who are really into like numerology and the Bible. And I'm sure there's some theories that come out of that. We'll have to dive into that at another point. Well, you can name like all of the books of the Old Testament, right? No, I can only name the New Testament. That's the one that stuck from Sunday school. Old Testament is gone. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Well, you can name yeah. the Torah. Well, yeah, that's only five books. I mean, everyone, okay. well, everyone that's can still name impressive. the of the Torah. Come on. Everyone, me. everyone in the land. <laughs> Not me. Ugh, whatever. Okay, anyways. All right, let's get into it. Let's bring it home, my son, wayward son. I, I've really mixed my metaphors there. I don't even know what I'm doing. This This olive juice is getting to me. All right. As we start, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. And you can drink your olive juice along with us, or you can listen while you're in the car. No, please do not do both at the same time. We know how bad olive juice is for you. No, we're kidding. We're kidding. And with that, let's get into Exodus 39. Of the blue, purple, and scarlet, they made finely worked garments for ministering in the holy place 
and made the holy garments for Aaron as Yahweh commanded Moses. Okay, so now we're getting into the recap of the stuff that Aaron is going to wear as the priest. Man. I still feel like, why didn't Aaron get the shaft after, like, you know, making the golden calf? Nobody cared. Everyone You're was still like, calling yeah. for the destruction of Aaron. What do you think they should have done with Aaron? I don't know. I'm just surprised that nothing happened when, like, things happened to, like, random people who spill their seed, but nothing happened to That's Aaron who, like, committed quite a sin, you know? It was one of the sins of the Old Testament. The, what is it? The He's a named character, and... You know, this isn't Game of Thrones. I feel like there's less of a commitment to, like, killing off the people that you're already attached to. And I feel like we've gotten a little attached to Aaron at this point because he's been there with Moses from the beginning of helping him out, being his mouthpiece. I'm with I'm Emily. Not okay. saying, no, I'm, I'm not you're saying that You're being too soft justified. on crime. You're soft on crime. I've been watching <laughs> well, a lot of I've been watching a lot of the West Wing lately, so I'm, I'm okay. Whatever. I'm okay being soft on crime. I'm just I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying from a literary standpoint. Nah, we, gotta we can't kill Aaron off. This would have been yeah, a great he's not plot that stark. God sets all this up and then kills Aaron at the last minute and subs hey, in Hey, we have two else. more chapters, so maybe it'll happen. That would be pretty rough. He's like, okay, yeah, you're going to wear this thing. And there's the ephah, there's the onyx stones. There's like the blue and the purple and the twine, fine twine linen. And then concrete <laughs> shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I see. What? So God's a to mafia like, walk in, To yeah. like walk into a what? Concrete shoes? What? Like the mafia. Put him in concrete shoes and have him take a short walk off a long plank or something uh, like that. Or a long okay, walk off I a see. short plank. <laughs> yeah, Just, I was like, is he going to Virginia Woolf himself or something? No. Wow, you guys. Maybe we should what? just get back into the text. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm going to keep going. Oh, here's the ephod. In the ephod, God, again, I, I know that we've been here before. I always want to say that it's the, the escutcheon, but it's not, right? <laughs> No. It's definitely not. No. Okay. Is it the the breastplate? Is uh, it the front? The ephod? Yes, I'm pretty sure it's the it's the breastplate. Ephod was the whole. Um, oh, the, it's the, the it's cloak. the sleeveless garment. Yeah. It's it's I think it goes underneath oh. the, the breastplate. Yes. Oh. Oh, okay. So he made the ephod of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twined linen. They beat the gold into thin plates and cut it into wires to work it in the blue, in the purple, in the scarlet, and in the fine linen, the work of the skillful workmen. They made shoulder pieces for it joined together. At the two ends, it was joined together. The skillfully woven band that it was on, with which to fasten it on, was the same piece like its work of gold, of blue, of purple, scarlet, and fine twine linen as Yahweh commanded Moses. Gosh. <laughs> Just Why the is he of commanding times... Moses to do any of this? Like Moses Cause... doesn't, he's not a wood, well, gold worker. <laughs> wood, or gold a wood worker. worker. He's not going to, you know, make up some kind of joinery that's going to become what this person wears. Just the number of times we hear that same gold, blue, purple, scarlet, fine twine linen. Like I want to yeah. make a song out of it. I'm sure that there is one. Come on, people who know songs of Jesus. Do you, is this a song? Anyone? You know, that's a good question. I don't think it is because most Christians got bored and stopped reading by this point. Yes, exactly. But, most Christians have no idea this exists, I'm willing to bet. And definitely don't realize that it said 800 times. Yes. All of these things. Yeah. Okay. They worked 
the onyx stones, enclosed in settings of gold engraved with the engravings of a signet, according to the names of the children of Israel. Right. Do you remember that? That each one kind of gets yes, the names yes, it's of the, each the, tribes. the 12 different yes. tribes. Okay. Yes. He put them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod to be stones of memorial for the children of Israel, as Yahweh commanded Moses. He made the breastplate the work of a skillful workman, like the work of the ephod of gold, of blue, purple, scarlet, and fine-twined linen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was square. They made the breastplate double. Wait, guys, this is a big deal. We should drink for this. Why? It actually said it was square. I feel like every other place, it's like, it's and like its height shall be one and a half that. cubit, and its width one and a half cubit equal to the other side. It's like, yeah, it's a square. I think by this square. time, they're like, you know that it's a square. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so Fine, finally, someone like, got fed up with repeating this stuff and took some yeah. liberties. Yeah, like it's there a square. Come on. Deal with it. It's going to be fine. I mean, if you want to drink, I'll, I'll drink. All right, let's do it. It was square. They made the breastplate double. Its length was a span. Its breadth a span being double. Ah, What's crap. a span? There we go. Oh, the span. No, the span is your, uh, it's, I think it's the span of your hand, like from your thumb to your pinky. I'm pretty sure that's what a span what is. What if someone yeah, has that... a teeny weeny hand and someone has a big, big, big hand? Yeah, big well, boy hand. that's the problem well, with all being... of these. I guess we're only being kind of scientific with these things. Okay. Okay. Well, fine. That's not scientific at all, but sure. (laughs) They set in it four rows of stones. A row of ruby, topaz, and beryl was the first row. And the second row, a turquoise, a sapphire, and an emerald. And the third row, a jacinth, jacinth, an agate. 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 That's the one. And an amethyst. And the fourth row, a crystallite, an onyx, and a jasper. Hang on, hang on. Crystal light, it was a powdered drink from our childhood. Crystal light (laughs) is a gem (laughs) stone. (laughs) What? Crystal light. But crystal light. Is what a gem of like I haven't. Heard we looked of this, this up last time, and yeah, no one remembers because yeah, yeah. everyone was drinking. It's just it's a pretty rock. Let's uh, just leave it at that. Cool. Okay. okay, sounds good. Okay, so they were enclosed in gold settings. The stones were according to the names of the children of Israel. Twelve according to their names, like the engravings of a signet. Everyone according to his name for the twelve tribes. They made on the breastplate chains like cords of braided work of pure gold. They made two settings of gold and two gold rings, and they put the two rings on the two ends of the breastplate. Okay, when are we going to see this on the runway? I just suddenly had this sense of like, does biblical fashion need to come back? Like like someone like Alexander McQueen comes along and it's going to be super controversial by like creating this new fashion line. Well, whoever is the next Alexander McQueen is going to come along and be super controversial and like go put some kind of skinny ass model on the runway wearing like an ephod and this breastplate and see nothing else and nothing else and (laughs) see what happens. Yeah, no, I I believe it. I I could see that happening for sure. Like 100%. And I, -hmm, mm -hmm. well, actually, and I should put this up in our Instagram, but the Met had a biblical themed fashion, fashion week. 
Yeah, fat, it was. It, yeah, the Met. The Met has the gala every year. Yeah, and this year it was like all biblical themed, like Catholic regalia, and it was really quite gorgeous. But everyone like had to sort of dress in this like ethereal kind of biblical manner. Right, and Rihanna was the Pope. Yes, and okay. then at the Met they also had a bunch of amazing, uh, a bunch of just amazing like things up that you could go and look at. It was really mm. beautiful. I'll cool. put some stuff up for sure for all y'all. But that's a good point. Okay, so the other two ends of the two braided chains they put on the two settings and put them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod in the front of it. <laughs> they made two rings of gold and put them on the two ends of the breastplate and on the edge of it, which was toward the side of the ephod inward. They made two rings of gold again and put them on the two shoulder pieces of the ephod underneath in the front of it close by its coupling above the skillfully woven band of the ephod they so, bound yes again just to reiterate for people it's kind of making it they're describing the way that this breastplate's going to be kind of attached to the body essentially and it kind of attaches and looks kind of like a strappy little apron Essentially, like not just a waist apron, but like an apron that you know that goes up over your shoulders. Um, yeah, it's in the not artistic very depictions, long, that's what I'm saying. No, it's not very long. The breastplate is literally just on the plate, but then like I think the ephod itself goes a little bit further down and looks more apron y, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's again, I was like, uh, oh, that's what it looks like. Okay, mm -hmm. all right. But I guess, yeah, some person trying to decipher this decided, okay, it's actually fairly small. So, okay, they bound the breastplate by its rings to the rings of the ephod with a lace of blue that it might be on the skillfully woven band of the ephod and that the breastplate might not come loose from the ephod as Yahweh commanded Moses. Right, because we can't have it flapping around. Yep, cover yeah, that. Okay. Of course. Yeah, Yahweh would be most displeased. So... He made the robe of the ephod of woven work, all blue. The opening of the robe in the midst of it was like the opening of a coat of mail with its binding around its opening that it should not be torn. So we're talking like a coat of mail, like armor, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They made on the skirts of the robe pomegranates of blue, purple, scarlet, and twined linen. Yes, I remember these pomegranates. Yes, yeah. yes. I remember them. There they are. Keep, keep going. There's more specifics And the bells. About it. Yes. They made bells of pure gold and put the bells between the pomegranates around the skirt of the <laughs> robe between the pomegranates. A bell and a pomegranate. A bell, a and, bell a pomegranate. and a pomegranate. A bell and a pomegranate. Around the skirt of the robe to minister in as Yahweh commanded Moses. Oh, I love it. I really want to see this on the runway. I just... I want to no. I want to see someone take it and make it actually look fashionable and actually look like something that I would want to wear. Fabulous, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes, wait. Quite. I just had a great idea. I want to start like I don't know what it is a cafe or maybe some sort of boutique shop just called a bell and a pomegranate. Ooh. Oh, I love that. Right? Oh my goodness, you should look it's that so up. Hipster. How is that not a thing? Someone's it's so hipster. I love it. Someone's got to have done this, but or yeah. just or just bell and pomegranate. Bell and pomegranate. Yeah. But he specifically says a bell and a pomegranate. Yeah. But yeah, I guess take out the us. Um, like, I, I love take it, out though. the Facebook. I yeah. love it, though, where, like, you know, everywhere else we get these sort of weird roundabout descriptions where we're, like, scratching our heads trying to understand. And here it's like, you're going to make pomegranates. Also, you're going to make gold bells in between them. A bell and a pomegranate. 
a bell, and a pomegranate. Like, really spells it out so you get, like, the imagery. I'm like, could you do that yeah. with the rest of it, too? Like, describe <laughs> the thing the way you do, and then go, in other words, it looked like this, in, like, simpler terms. It would be much yeah. easier to follow. No, I appreciate that, yes. They made the coats of the fine linen of woven work for Aaron and for his sons, and the turban of fine linen, and the linen headbands of fine linen, (laughs) and the linen breeches of fine twined linen, and the sash of fine twined linen in blue and purple and scarlet, the work of the embroiderer as Yahweh commanded Moses. Wow, there's a lot to unpack there. Lots of linen. Yeah, yeah, just like linen upon linen. It's like a freaking yoga retreat up in here. <laughs> you know what? They need breathable materials is all that I'm saying. I'm sure they're packing they're some in the desert. linen turbans. Mm, yes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Wow, man. Wow. Okay. They made the plate of the holy crown of pure gold. Oh, they have a crown? Yeah, I think we saw that earlier. There's kind of like this metal thing that goes over the turban that's a little bit crown-like. Oh, wow. Okay. They made the plate of the holy crown of pure gold and wrote on it a writing like the engravings of a signet, holy to Yahweh. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is what it says on the crown. That's what they have on their forehead. I I also love love this section that says, and wrote on it a writing. <laughs> like, I think that's got to be a translation. That's got to be a translation else. awkwardness. Yeah, okay. It has fine. to be. There's quite a bit here, though, I'm assuming. <laughs> so, okay. They tied it to a lace of blue to fasten it on the turban above as Yahweh commanded Moses. Thus, all the work of the tent, of the tent of meeting, was finished. The children of Israel did according to all that Yahweh commanded Moses. So they did. Well, that's good. They did it. Yeah. Well mm-hmm. done. Well done. The end, right? Yeah, right? No, no, not so much. They brought the tent to Moses, the tent with all its furniture, its clasps, its boards, its bars, what? its pillars. Wait, hey, its what? The what? whole thing? They brought the yeah, whole the thing whole to Moses. Thing. They just or, like, picked it okay. up and dropped it in front of Moses. Or did they build it and then bring Moses to it? It seems a little bit ridiculous. It says they brought the tent to Moses and the Bible... Maybe that it's like what it okay. says goes okay. So it's like it's like a demonstration where they have to also demonstrate the extreme functionality and portability. Yeah, of said tent. <laughs> how fast they can set yes. it up. Yeah, yeah. That's there you totally go. Make sure they get Moses interested as a venture capitalist. Yep. There you go. He's like, oh, look at this thing. It's okay. like it's like Shark Tank. They're like, let's give yeah. you our demo of mm-hmm. how this thing works, and Moses is mm-hmm. like, yeah, mm, I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars for forty percent. And you can assemble yeah. it in 20 minutes, as <laughs> exactly. long as you have 600,000 people at your disposal. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow. Okay. So, yes, they brought the tent to Moses, the tent with all its furniture, its clasps, its boards, its bars, its pillars, its sockets, the covering of ram skins dyed red, the covering of sea cow hides, the veil of the screen, the ark of the testimony with its poles, the mercy seat, the table, all its vessels, the show bread. They even brought the freaking bread. Yeah, this is like a freaking circus. It's yeah. like they yeah, need seriously, this is a circus. Carts and trucks Gosh. to transport all of this. The pure lampstand, its lamps, even the lamps to be set in order, all its vessels, the oil for the light, 
Ugh. The golden altar, the anointing oil, the sweet incense, the screen door of the tent, the brazen altar, its grating of brass, its poles, all of its vessels, the basin in its base, the hangings of the court, <laughs> its pillars, its sockets, the screen for the gate okay, of the was court. This like their, okay, God. was this like their writer? Were they also like, and please no green M&Ms on top of all of this? Like, <laughs> right? Uh, or I is, don't know, man. Yeah, or is this more of like, let's just finish up this contract and make sure let's recap that we've covered all of the items that were mentioned before. Yeah, someone like check, 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 well, we check, did like We did the this. invoice thing before where it was like, and it cost this much and it cost this much and it cost this much. And now is this like the standard list that we consult every time we need to deconstruct and then also reconstruct? Oh, that's good. Yes. I think that's that's yeah. good. I like that. It's like yeah. you do in theater when you're running a crew. Like when we're on gotta, tour. It's like exactly. when we went on tour. Yeah. And we uh-huh. had that yeah. list. We have a of list like, of all of our stuff. Right. Yep. That's totally yeah, what it there is. There it is. Okay. Great. So, Okay. The hangings of the court, its pillars, its sockets, the screen gate of the court, its cords, its pins, all the instruments of the service of the tent for the tent of meeting, the finely worked garments for ministering ministering in the holy place, the holy garments for Aaron the priest, the garments of his sons to minister in the priest's office. Full stop. According to all that Yahweh commanded Moses, so the children of Israel did all the work. Moses saw all the work, excuse me, and behold, they had done it as Yahweh had commanded. Even so had they done it, and Moses blessed them. Wow. Well, thank goodness that he did. And Moses is like, do it all again. It's not quite right. <laughs> Moses is like, I hate it. Moses get is like, out this is what you get sight. for doing this golden calf thing. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do all this again. We're going to talk about it again. Oh. I don't even know. That was That was something all right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh boy, are you ready to continue? Our last chapter. Is yes, it? I'm so ready. Yes, I'm okay. ready. I'm so ready. Bring us home. I'm so ready to be moving on from this book. I say that knowing that we're heading into Leviticus, but I don't care. <laughs> okay. Every day is progress. <laughs> Let's just focus on each day. This is good. Yeah. Okay. A little at a time. The last chapter, Exodus 40. Yahweh spoke to Moses saying, On the first day of the month, you shall raise up the tent of the tent of meeting. So I think they haven't set it up. I think they just brought all this stuff. Oh my goodness, they brought, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. What? Okay. Okay, no, what we're heading into here is now the extended Ikea instructions of like, first it was the instructions of how you make all of these pieces. And now I'm going to tell you the order of putting these pieces together. It's like a very uh, okay, that's complicated what you think. model. Okay. Really? Wait, really? Really? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, this is the actual oh, IKEA instructions. The other was like the factory instructions at IKEA. Uh, and this is maybe maybe that's it. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Oh boy. Okay, here we go. On the first day of the first month, you shall raise up the tent of the tent of meeting. You shall put the ark of the testimony in it, and you shall screen the ark with the veil. So yeah, put that okay. veil up. You shall bring yeah. in the table and set in order the things that are on it. You shall bring in the lampstand and light the lamps of it. I just love the lampstand. It's yeah. like some random lamp, but it's not. It's a menorah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're imagining it with like a like a lampshade and stuff on it. Oh, totally. Yeah. I, I was thinking like one of those cute. like Ikea standing lamps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. 
You shall set the golden altar for incense before the Ark of the Testimony and put the screen of the door to the tent. You shall set the altar of burnt offering before the door of the tent of the tent of meeting. You shall set. Okay, so that goes outside the tent, the altar of the burnt offering. The burnt offering one, yeah. Yes. Inside's the table with like the bread and stuff. Mm-hmm, but then outside's yes. the burnt offering. Showbread. That makes sense because you don't want to like soot up the, you know. You don't want to soot up. You don't want it to sound like burnt. I mean, smell like burnt animal. Yeah, you yeah. Know. That makes sense. No, you that don't. Makes sense. Uh-huh. You shall set the basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and shall put water therein. I see. So it's like a little ways away from the door. It's not right outside. Right. And so that okay. was kind of like the cleansing water before going into the tent. Right, okay. right, right. And you shall set up the court around it and hang up the screen of the gate of the court. Right. Okay. So sure. Another screen. Okay. You shall take the anointing oil and anoint the tent and all that is in it and shall make it holy and all its furniture and it will be holy. And oily. And oily. Oily and oily. Oily, oily. Yes. (laughs) Is it possible that in the translation, the words like oily and holy are very similar? Or maybe. I'm sorry to break this to you, but we made this joke already. Okay. Let's keep going. You shall. I was drinking. How many times was that going to happen? (laughs) Okay. You shall anoint the altar of burnt offering with all its vessels and sanctify the altar, and the altar will be most holy. You shall anoint the basin and its base and sanctify it. Basically, everything we just talked about, you're anointing. Yeah. Again. You shall bring Aaron and his sons to the door of the tent of meeting, and you shall wash them with water. You shall put on Aaron the holy garments, and you shall anoint him and sanctify him, that he may minister to me in the priest's office. Wait, do you anoint him with oil, like, so mm-hmm. you put on so, his yeah. stuff, yeah. and then yeah. you throw some oil on him? Yeah. You oil and him then, down. Yeah. Okay, but d- won't that get in his pretty garments? Probably, all but, I'm saying. but that's fine, because it's good-smelling oil. So I think they're like, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Like okay. And it's oil. not like yeah. a huge amount. It's just yeah. like a little oil. I think, I think you just pour a little bit on top of the head, I believe, is how I've seen it depicted. Okay. But oh, that could okay. be incorrect. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. You don't like throw a huge amount. So it's just kind of like a conditioning treatment for the scalp. I right? see. Okay. 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 You don't want dry scalp. It is very no, no, dry no. in the desert. Yes. Okay. This makes sense. You shall bring his sons and put coats on them. You shall anoint them as you anointed their father, that they may minister to me in the priest's office. Their anointing shall be to them for an everlasting priesthood throughout their generations. Got it. So yeah, Aaron and all his descendants, they're the priests forever. Thus did Moses, according to all that Yahweh commanded him, so he did. It happened in the first month, in the second year, on the first day of the month, that the tent was raised up. So does that imply that it took a year for them to pull all this together? I wouldn't be surprised. That's pretty impressive. We also might have started well, it midway through the year. Yes. Like it's unclear kind of where in this year yes. we started yes. this. Okay, so, so in the first month, in the second year, on the first day of the month, the tent was raised up. Moses raised up the tent and laid its sockets and set the boards of it and put the bars of it and raised up its pillars. He spread the covering over the tent and put the roof of the tent above on it. As Wait, Yahweh, okay, hang on. 
commanded Moses. Moses is doing all this by himself. What a trooper. I don't think he is, though. Or just earlier. But just like, he so made all the he's things. the only one that they talk about. It's so much more fun anything. to envision. Everyone's standing around watching. And being like, okay, here it Poor is. little Moses. Good, good luck with that. <laughs> Assembling these things. See, I was thinking it's like parents on Christmas Eve. Where he like stays <laughs> up all night putting it together, so everyone's like, "Whoa, the so type of like, meetings Whoa. here! That would be awesome. I Aww, like that. <laughs> that's very sweet. I like that. That's cute. <laughs> uh, gosh, where was I? He spread the covering over the tent. Yeah, put the roof of the tent above on it, as Yahweh commanded Moses. He took and put the testimony into the ark, and set the poles on the ark, and put the mercy seat above on the ark. He brought the ark into the tent. I don't think he could carry that himself. Come on. Yeah, there's supposed to be like poles on either side. Right. He's like, whatever, I got it. We watched Indy and his friend pick it up in Raiders of the Lost Ark. So, yeah. yeah but, yeah, but remember, Moses has a glowing, a perpetually glowing face at this point. He's imbued <laughs> with the power of Yahweh. Right. I think okay, if so he wanted to, he, he could it. do it. Yeah, maybe he just right. levitates it or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That would be He's awesome. got the force now. He brought the Ark into the tent and set up the veil of the screen and screened the Ark of the Testimony as Yahweh commanded Moses. Oh my gosh, this is going to be the same thing again. Yep. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) He put the table in the tent of meeting on the side of the tent northward outside of the veil. He set the bread in order on it before Yahweh as Yahweh commanded Moses. He put the lampstand in the tent of meeting opposite the table on the side of the tent southward. He lit the lamps before Yahweh as Yahweh commanded Moses. He put the altar in the tent of meeting before the veil, and he burnt incense of sweet spices on it, as Yahweh commanded Moses. I'm sorry. I just, I'm too in love with the image of Moses doing this all by himself. I just, that's canon <laughs> Very now. lovingly burning yeah. the incense. Yeah, yeah. With that's these canon. sweet, sweet spices. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. He loves so it. Moses doing it all by himself. I'm into it. Okay. He's getting a kick out of it, okay? He loves <laughs> it. Okay. In this Bible book club, that's canon. Okay. He put up the screen of the door to the tent. He set the altar of burnt offering at the door of the tent of the tent of meeting and offered on it the burnt offering and the meal offering as Yahweh commanded Mm. Moses. Productive. Okay. Yeah. I guess didn't have to do the wave offering or the... Oh, what was the other one? The, the, wave offering. The, the, the heave. The, the heave, heave offering. offering. Yes, the heave offering. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine every time before you have to sit down to assemble your Ikea desk, you have to do some burnt offering and some anointing? Oh, you don't? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I mean. I don't. I, I, Maybe the two I of do. you do. <laughs> I do offer up thing. the Swedish and eat meatballs and give oh. like, the elderflower juice anointing. <laughs> They have vegan versions of those now. Oh, oh I tried them, but... So then you have no excuse, Emily, before, you know, I don't know when's the next <sighs> time you're planning to set up some Ikea furniture, but... <laughs> I don't know, man. Next time we're all in town together next month, we should all take a field trip to Ikea and really, like, experience... And what, just randomly anoint some stuff over there? Well, just we'll remi- out. reminisce on how Ikea, you know, was so informed by the Bible and was really, like, a mm. tribute to Exodus... All right. Okay. Like anyway, that. so he offered the meal offering. Yes. He set the basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water therein with which to wash. Moses, Aaron, and his sons washed their hands and their feet there. When they went into the tent of meeting and when they came near to the altar, they washed as Yahweh commanded Moses. He raised up the court around the tent and the altar and set up the screen of the gate 
of the court. So Moses finished his work by himself. Good job, Moses. Well, good job, Moses. Crack a beer. Yeah. You've earned show. it. Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting, and the glory of Yahweh filled the tent. Moses wasn't able to enter into the tent of meeting because the cloud stayed on it and Yahweh's glory filled the tent. What? Well, that's Wait, anticlimactic for Moses. What? He's not allowed to go inside? He's not he just set in. all of that up and Yahweh's or, like, no, my glory. Hang on a second. Is it Moses specifically can't go inside? Or is it that while this glorious cloud is there, no one can go inside? <laughs> Moses just happened to be the one there. Which is it? That seems like such a ripoff to make Moses assemble all these things and be oh, the freaking messenger and go between. And then he's like, no, nah, sorry, Moses, you can't come in for some reason. Yeah, no, this is, I remember, I remember this. I remember learning about Are you this. Sh- yes. Really? What did you, what, what did you learn about? What I remember is being taught the fact that Moses was not ever allowed to okay. enter the tent Hang of meeting. Hang on a second, what? That's so dumb. Hang on a second, I don't like it. Yeah. You might be projecting and confusing it with something that happens later no spoilers, but later on in the Torah, Moses is prohibited from going somewhere that everyone else gets to go. Wait, wait. Moses is still going to happen in later books? Yeah. I mean, he's not going to die in these last like three chapters or three verses. Moses I know. Is still I kind happening. of thought that that was what was going to happen. <laughs> I was like, I was like, he's going to die now. <laughs> and then Moses <laughs> bid farewell collapse. to the world. <laughs> Yeah, he handed over his Allen wrench. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, we're not finished yet. And uh, Moses wasn't able to enter into the tent of meeting because the cloud stayed on it and Yahweh's glory filled the tent. When the cloud was taken up from over the tent, the children of Israel went onward throughout all their journeys. But if the cloud wasn't taken up, then they didn't travel until the day that it was taken up. So this is how Yahweh's communicating to them stay put for a while versus it's time to go yeah interesting for the cloud of yahweh was on the tent by day and there was fire in the cloud by night in the sight of all the house of israel throughout all their journeys gosh the end and wow that was also anticlimactic <laughs> but no okay. this this was taught to me that moses does not get to really? enter the tent of meeting. Yes. I'm not confusing this with another story. Okay. That, that is, wasn't taken that is, but I don't remember there like ever being a, an explanation for why it was just kind of yeah. like, and he couldn't enter Too bad, it. Moses. And then now that I'm reading it, I'm like, wait, does that mean that like, is it because it said before that only Aaron and his sons with their holy vestments oh. could go in and Moses doesn't have those. So he can't, which then also makes me go like, but WTF, because Aaron's the one who made the golden calf and Moses has been God's homie I the know, whole time. right? 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 <laughs> well, life isn't fair, I think, is the resounding uh, lesson uh-huh. that we're taking from that. At I kind of think Aaron is God's favorite. Oh, the secret favorite? Maybe. I mean, Moses is like his, you know, little lap dog and he's done a lot for him and like run up the mountain and stayed up there 40 days twice and yet and made this entire tent for him. 
assembled it at least by and himself. Aaron, Aaron is the one where he's like, "You're gonna be the priest. Your sons are gonna be the priests. You're gonna be like the sanctified holy ones." Yeah, that is Good interesting. Job, yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's Did not consider but, that. You know, that's yeah. that's what God decided. And like we talked about a few episodes ago in the bonus content too, is that in later years there's been some contention over is it only the lineage of Aaron or all of the lineage of the tribe to which Aaron belonged that are allowed to be the priests. Hmm, So there is like all of this set up some precedents for like, this is how this religion's going to get run that have been debated and, and argued about since then. Well, here's a quick question. And I think we'll probably get more into this at the beginning of our next episode, but that's the wrap on Exodus. We can have our little wrap party later on, I suppose. (laughs) Next is the book of Leviticus. And I know nothing about this book. Nothing Nothing at all. If I say Leviticus or if I say Levitical law, does that ring any bells for you? Bells or pomegranates? There's going to be a law section. (laughs) Uh Okay. (laughs) Okay. But, and I don't know, I thought that like on BibleStudyTools.com, we saw like some article that said like, why you should read Leviticus, even if you don't want to. Oh, you're right. I think yeah. I saved I already, that article. No, I'm yeah. like 10 steps ahead of you and I already read it and it's, I, I couldn't, I couldn't finish reading it. It wasn't <laughs> well, as exciting there as. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, be that as it may. <laughs> yeah. The, I'm, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know about Levitical law, but I'm excited to learn and I'm excited for all of you to join us when we get into a brand new book of the Bible next week. Yeah. And stick around for some bonus content. If you're a patron, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash drunk Bible study, where we are going to be doing kind of a recap of what we learned in Exodus and preparing ourselves to move on to Leviticus. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including bonus episodes, new series, guest interviews, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. Find us on Twitter at drunk Bible cast on Instagram at drunk Bible study or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Dedeker Winston, Jace Lindgren, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the The The. The theme song for the book of Exodus is Our Story Begins by Kevin McLeod. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. 